0: The Third Paradigm.
1: We are your hosts, clarity and nuance.
0: Third Paradigm is a digital third place, which is where people practice the art of conversation. The host and guests come from all backgrounds and different ways of thinking. We at
1: Third Paradigm will discuss ideas and the facts of life with respect while pushing the envelope. Full disclaimer, hosts and guests will share their opinions. The opinions of our guests are strictly their own and do not represent the opinions of Third Paradigm.
0: However, when we the hosts share facts, we will back them up with evidence. If we are wrong, we will make it right as soon as possible because we believe in practicing integrity. Welcome to Third Paradigm. So, how you doing buddy? Doing alright, on Just got after a Christmas, a lovely Christmas. How was your Christmas? It was good, good. Um, good Christmas. I know people were having good Hanukkahs, you know, despite everything. And I know that people had good Eats as well for our Muslim brothers and sisters. And just um, even for our sake of brothers and sisters, uh, you know, Christmas, Xmas, Yule, that everybody's trying to do the best they can and enjoy one another. Uh, we have some wonderful guests here today. We have a conversation called New Year's Resolutions for 2021, and our first guest is Dee Highland. and we want to give a shout-out to her. She has a podcast called Deep Lore. It's a podcast with JoJo references, um, as well as uh, – go ahead. Yes. Sorry. Um, Deep Lore is actually just um, basic
2: media analysis. Oh, okay. And doesn't also- – JoJo. Oh, it does.
0: Ah, so, Adipia is about uh, media, and then, um, the other one is about JoJo. Correct? Yep.
3: Gotcha. Yep. Okay.
0: So, um, just also please, um, check her podcast out. We also have Dana Manning here, and she is an activist, and she does a lot of good work with helping working families. And then we have Kat. Kat is a guest here. She's been on here before. Um, and she just wants to share her thoughts and her analysis on 2020 and going forward in 2021. So thank you ladies for being here. Yes, thank you. Thank uh, you. All right, so uh, Clarity, you've got a icebreaker for everybody, correct?
1: Yes, I do. This is one that I personally came up with myself. Are you a coffee or tea person? This is open floor for everybody.
2: That's kind of tricky. Um, It really depends on the time of day for me. Uh, First thing in the morning, I cannot function without a cup of black coffee. Um, But any other time of day, it is a fair game. But I am also extremely picky about my tea. Okay. Okay. Um, cat. here. <clears throat> oh, sorry.
1: No, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go right ahead.
3: No, no problem, Cat here. Um, I am pretty exclusively a tea person. Um, it's not that I dislike coffee. It's that my bladder or my stomach can't really handle it. It's just too, in- it's too inflammatory for me personally. You know, so I just stick with tea. You know, when I do need energy, I'll stick to a green tea. You know, but I I, I think of myself as a tea connoisseur. My family typically always wants me to make tea for them. So because they say that I'm really good at it, I don't know if that's any marketable skill or anything. But yeah, I love tea.
1: <laughs> so now, that's my other question for you.
3: Uh,
1: what? kind of tea do
3: you enjoy um i guess i can still go cat still here um like i said um in the mornings if i need it especially if i have to work or anything i love green tea my favorite being like it's like this blueberry green tea that yogi makes really good um i also (laughs) have too many teas that i like um next month peppermint um Tacos, passion tea. I love citrus teas. Um, Shoot. There's so many that I like. There's a bunch of different teas that I love. I love milk teas, herbal teas, green teas, all those other things. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Thanks for sharing that. yes, I guess
4: that does it leave me? Mm -hmm. Well, I have. I, I. about a year and a half two years ago, stopped drinking coffee. Um, because I realized that that was what was amping me up way too much <laughs> in the mornings. And I, cause I used to drink like, I don't know, three, four cups of black coffee. Um, and um, I, I like tea when I want to relax, Some chamomile or some, you know, mint tea or something like that. I, it's not caffeinated tea necessarily. so. Yeah, I, I would, I would go, to bed. I don't really do that a whole lot either. But um, I, don't know, I love the smell of coffee. Like I still love the smell of it, like when my husband's making it in the morning. I still love the smell of it. I just, I don't drink it. But um, so maybe tea is what I prefer. Um, maybe on the lighter side when I when I need to calm my ass down, which is a lot. <laughs> so um, yeah, we'll go with the tea. Camel. <laughs>
0: Awesome. Awesome. Um, I I guess I'll go. This is nuance. I, uh, I love the smell of coffee. I love coffee, ice cream, but, uh, because of my nerves, unless I really have to stay up, I prefer tea. I like matcha green tea to be specific. So, um, it's actually very good for you It it has a different kind of caffeine to it. Um, the only thing I know that is just, Almost, or almost as caffeinated as coffee is maybe oolong tea and black tea, and that can also make me jittery. But um, but yeah, matcha green tea is pretty good. What about you, uh, Clarity?
1: You know I'm uh, I'm a both coffee and tea person for sure. Um, I love my coffee black. I don't really like to put any additives in it. I just like it, just black, straight, straight from the pot. Um, tea oolong is my all-time favorite. Oolong tea is just very calming for me, and it makes
0: me relax. Awesome, awesome, great icebreaker, man. So, all right, well, everybody, uh, let's get into these questions um, for New Year's resolutions. So, question number one. What's one word you don't want to hear after 2020? And I'll direct this one at Ms. B Highland. What's one word you don't want to hear after 2020? And then uh, anybody else can take it afterwards. Oh
2: man, uh, I think uh, the word pandemic is the word I definitely don't want to hear again. Or or oh god, the phrase um, uh, in these trying times.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, I agree. I highly agree with that. <laughs> I highly agree with that.
2: Every post, everyone is just kind of like, in these trying times. It's like, yes, we know. These trying times. Don't remind me. <laughs> but yeah.
0: All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, Kat, what do you think?
3: Um I definitely relate to the last few answers. Um for me. I think I don't want to hear twenty twenty itself. Like I just don't wanna hear the you know, people say twenty twenty anything as much as I have been. Um garnering more and more of a dark sense of humor due to 2020 means i think i'm kind of over the very 2020 how do i it's so to do it doesn't make sense the very word 2020 i just don't want to hear about it it i have a friend that said 2020 for them has become like a curse word (laughs) so um that is definitely one um I don't know. I think the other word potentially this may, this may trigger some people. I don't want to hear the word election either. You know, I think, <laughs> I, I, don't, um, I, think I didn't sleep for three days because of that and, or so, and it just, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just been a lot going on. Um, and I definitely agree. I kind of also don't want to hear the term COVID. I can't escape from the word COVID-19 ever. Everywhere I go, it's there. When I read, it's there. When I study, it's there. When I talk to people, it's there. I know I can't escape it, but I can still dream of not hearing it anymore in 2021. So So yeah, those are my answers.
0: Thank you, Kat. That was was very colorful, very well said. And uh, Dana, what what uh what do you what do
4: you think? The one word I don't want to hear, which is not gonna happen, but I don't want to hear Trump. Like, <laughs> I know that's not possible, but the question is what's the word you don't want to hear? That's just what I don't wanna hear. I just don't want to hear and I don't wanna hear about you know um, yeah, Trump at all. Like, let's move on and let's fight the new fight that we have to fight, and that's against our own people to try to to help our own people. Like, let's fight to get, to get good things for, for all of us. All of us actual, you know, ordinary people in the United States. I don't care about politics. That's the other thing, like, Politics. That's the other word I don't want to hear. Well, it's politics. That's why you couldn't get it what you wanted. Well, the politics That's I don't want to hear that. No, that's what I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear Trump, but I don't want to hear politics. I want to hear people. For the people, is what I want to hear. Is doing things for the people and helping us actually move forward. In a way that helps the people, not, um,
0: not the politicians. So wonderfully said thank you thank you very much all right uh claire do you want to take the second question
1: sure um so this question is what are you looking forward to most in 2021 and i'll direct this question to kat
2: Okay, um,
3: excuse me, Kat here. Um, one of the things I definitely look forward to is perhaps, not perhaps, I absolutely want to become more financially stable in 2021. This year definitely has taken a really good kind of falcon punch to my financial, um, jugular and, you know, I, I think this has been a very destabilizing year for all of us, um, I think this has been a very rough year for all of us in so many different ways. So many of us got laid off. Some of us lost jobs. Some of us have been having a difficult finding job. Um, I just look to – and this is me personally. I'm, I'm just looking to furthering my career and hopefully just being able to be more stable and see other people become more stable. I want to see other people do well, too, because, you know, as a whole in America, we've been struggling, like, real hard, and – I just want, I just want all of us to do better and be able to overcome during this time. We still have so much more to go, but that's one thing I definitely look to. I also look to, um, and this is a personal thing as well. I look to better health. I have a lot of health issues already, but and this year, you guys see I'm avoiding saying what year it is due to my last question's answer. But I just. My health has been crappy this year because of stress and everything else. Um, I just look to better health and feeling better. And I hope the same, like I said, for other people, whether, you know, they are ill with the plague or not, so. Okay. I'm done, I'm sorry. Thank you for that. About it. That,
1: was, that was very deep. I, I could agree. Very much so. Um, Mm -hmm. Is there anyone else that would like to follow up with this question? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Dana, is that you? Yeah, I'm
4: looking forward to us being able to take control um, as a people. As citizens, as people who are uh, the electorate, not um, the politicians, of pressing these people. I mean, we've already seen a little bit of it. The pressure of uh, having some of the people come on and say, "Yes, we need to force a vote, or we need to do these things, and we need to to, to make sure that that our voices are heard because this is what the American you know, citizens want." I'm looking forward to that fight. I'm looking forward to taking that, like, yeah, okay, Trump fucking sucked. I'm sorry. I don't know if I can cuss on this podcast. I apologize for that.
0: No, you're, you're okay. You're okay.
4: Um, but, like, I'm looking forward to when we can get to the time where we can press uh, the incoming uh, president on keeping them accountable and everybody else in Congress and in the Senate. To what the American people want and right now we want health care and right now we want so many things, we want economic justice we want racial justice, we want these things I'm looking forward to pressing on in that fight and I think that with this it may be, it it ain't going to be easy, but I think it's going to be a little bit better than trying to fight against Trump and his rhetoric, so I'm looking forward to let's bring it Let's bring it it against these these people who who are out of touch. That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the fight. I mean, not violent fight, obviously, but looking forward to um, making sure that they know where the the people stand. That's what I'm
1: looking forward to. That's it, right? (laughs) That's a very valid answer. Thank you for sharing that with us. Is there anyone
2: else that would like to? Yeah, yeah. Uh, please, by the way. So here's what I'm looking forward to. I am looking forward to that vaccine. That's what I'm looking forward to. Take that vaccine. Take that protein from that virus and you inject that literally anywhere. Inject it into my face. I do not care. Give me that. I want to go outside. Please. That's what I'm looking forward to.
1: That's very valid. Thank you,
0: thank you for sharing. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the vaccine working. I want it to work. I, I understand people's fears about it, especially historically, even present day things that have happened with major corporations and whatnot. But if as long as I think that people have a say and have um, transparency in seeing how the vaccines made, comparing with people you know, who are, I guess, VIPs or especially our essential workers getting things and, and regular people getting it and that it works and nobody gets sick off of it. I am looking forward to that as well. So thank you all for those wonderful answers. Uh, we're gonna go to question number three. Where do you see yourself in December of 2021? So where do you see yourself right now a year from now, today, and I'm going to start with Dana.
4: Um, I see myself still fighting for what we're fighting for right now, because I think it's going to continue to be a slog, but I know we are on the right side of fighting for healthcare, fighting for racial justice fighting for economic justice, fighting for the things that we need. And and I I know it's not gonna take place in just a few months, just a few weeks. I mean, it it takes a long time. And and I hope that I see myself in December 2020 with having congresspersons and um, our other elected officials standing by us to make some true reforms that that are going to actually uh, impact those communities and actually make a difference. That's that's where I hopefully see myself. Like I hope I hope that we're there. That we, we are uh, continuing and we we have a long-standing relationship with each other to stand up for these things. That's where I would like for us to be to continue to put pressure on our congresspersons and our. Elected officials locally, even as well, um, state, uh, cities, city council. I mean, things to, to help change our community. That's I wanted to be continuing to fight, but I know it's going to take a long term. But if we can do something and we can actually make a change by next December, I'm going to be so excited to 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 like have been a part of what we're doing. That and that's where I'm hoping that we're at is that hoping that we're in, in next december we're celebrating the things that we've been able to accomplish with uh, our, our police forces around the nation even if it's at a local level um, holding them more accountable if it's um, being able to have a, a vaccine and be able to to get out there and, and push things uh, to be more equal in our communities that's that's where i want to be that's where I hope, I mean, I don't know if I necessarily see myself, but that's where I hope that I see myself at in at next December. Thank, thank you for that answer. Truly
0: appreciate it, I, I agree. Um, also, uh, I'd like to ask uh, Miss Hyland, Ms. B. Hyland, where, where do you see yourself in December of 2021?
2: Oh, geez, gosh, uh, hopefully not in the house, hopefully not stuck in the house, hopefully, you know, I feel that. you know where I would like to see myself this time next year, I would like to see myself at a nice little cafe, just in public. I, it's very simple, mm-hmm. but God, I have been, like, dying to just, like, go out and be with people and, like. I have, I have all these cute clothes that I bought over over the quarantine that I want to wear and show off, and I can't. And it's driving me absolutely fucking mad. So it's very simple, but that's where I look at myself That is so real.
3: <laughs>
1: that's a very valid answer. Yeah, it
0: is. <laughs> that is so real. People watching is fun.
2: That is- You know what? I also
0: want to get the answer. Wow. i heard that word is it. so long. <laughs> wow, that's a good point.
2: Yep. It's the things that you don't realize that you will miss until you don't have the option anymore.
0: <sighs> Amen. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Behind LinkedIn. And, uh, Kat, what do you? Where do you see yourself in December of
3: 2021? Oh, boy. Um, I'm kind of dreading this because I, <laughs> I think I, until recently, I've kind of lost the ability to dream or hope for the future because of everything that's been going on. I, I, I feel like I just really started becoming more um, present in my own mind or body. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, at the end of this year. Um, shoot, it's gonna this question will probably freak my family out, but I wanna be able to be pregnant by this time next year and not be scared about it. Um that's one big thing. I've had friends that have been you know, pregnant during this time and you know, just listening to how stressed out they are and just how scary it is. I feel so sad about that, you know, in my mind, now, mind you, not all pregnancies are the same, but I do know that like ideally, you know, one wants to have a pregnancy that is, um, you know, that, that they can feel happy with, you know? I think that is something that for people that want to become pregnant, that is something, you know, they're like, hey, I at least want to be, you know, kind of halfway okay, and that's one big thing. I I want to be well enough, and I want things to be okay enough to where I can be pregnant and be looking forward to that in addition to it would be nice if it could be safer for us to go see people. You know, speaking about babies, um, me and my husband, we have a three-month-year-old goddaughter now, and I one of the things I I hate the most is that I'm not able to just go to my best friend's house, tie the baby to me and just drive off just so that she can get a break and just so that I can spend time with my goddaughter. And, you know, that's really tough, you know? So I don't know if this is so much where I see myself or where I just hope, I just hope, literally hope that hopefully we can get something slightly more normal, but we have to see, you know. So I'm hoping for that. I'm just hoping. I don't know. I'm scared to say anything else. Is it scared that I'm? Is it weird? I'm scared to say that I hope for anything because I don't know if it'll happen. So yeah. I don't
0: know. Not at all, actually. Um, thank you for that answer. I I think that uh, appreciating those small things and relationships. That's a real form of freedom. That people take for granted. Freedom is just not the right to have property, but to be able to be in touch with people. And I think that's very real. And the fear of hoping for things to be better or to have things is very real too. So thank you for that answer. Cat um, and uh, Sean, question four going to you.
1: Yeah. Um, thank you for that answer, by the way. Um, what was your biggest personal change from January to December of this past year. And I would like to go to, you know I, I want to ask nuance this question. I want to
0: hear what nuance has to say. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, the biggest change? Um, the biggest change I would say is like wiping every little thing down. Like whenever I go to the grocery store, I wipe everything down and I didn't have to do that before and it really makes coming home a lot longer before I do anything, before I touch like my pets, um, my, my wife or anything. Like I wipe everything down, have all my clothes off, shower. That is a huge change um, in making sure that I just have a lot of PPE, along with just not being able to be close to my loved ones. Um, that was a huge change for me. Um, there was a huge emotional change. I think, and I think just dealing with a lot of grief at one time and then not being able to process it regularly was also a big change. Um, cause between, um, I, I, between a lot of people I know, there's been over, I've lost people in the double, the double digits that I know of or knew personally. And so that was a huge change. Um, so yeah, what about you, um, Clarity?
1: Thank you for the answer. Um, biggest person change from January of this past year really made me listen to those who didn't really have a voice. I felt that I listened much more to others and to, to understand. And it, it made me an activist really. And, um, It really pointed out some problems that I didn't know that was in this world uh, before until I actually started listening. And that's kind of what uh, made me into the activist I am. And would anyone else like to chime in
0: on this question? Thank you for that answer, Clarity.
3: no idea how to answer this question because so much has been going on this year. Um, I made a mention before just that like I feel like I just kind of regained some type of way to be able to even attempt to hope or wish for the future. I've spent a lot of this year in a state of disassociation. Um, I you know I definitely lost a lot of people this year. I, the number is somewhere around 20 right now. Um, I I recently lost another family member um, within the last week and a half. And I think I just got news of one, maybe about a day ago. So um, I've spent a lot of this year learning how to mourn more than I have before. Um, that's one big thing It's like learning how to come to peace with, uh, um, with a worldwide trauma. This is, that's been one thing is learning how to come to peace with it, how to come to peace with learning how to live, to honor those that have gone on because of this disaster learning how to, um, learning how that redefines, how that redefines me as a human and as a person and all my other different intersecting identities, how that affects me. This year has integrally changed me. I am not the same person I was before and I never will be, none of us will. I can't move on from this and I know others can't either. This 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 whole situation has revealed to us what's really going on on so many different levels, whether it be with our government, whether it be with our families, whether it be with our work situations or our colleagues and whether it be with ourselves. I think if there's one thing I will say is that if anything, I woke up, I came, I came at the end of this year feeling like I was more aware, more awake about my emotions and about people around me, about ultimately I want to protect more people after this because everything that I do at this point is so that I can protect my fellow man and so that we can try to prosper because that is so lacking within us and we cannot move on as a species if we do not band together and do that. That is my TED talk. I am so sorry for <laughs> the atmosphere that
0: I have created. No, no, thank you. That's a very valid answer. Uh, anyone else want to chime in? Got a couple minutes left. Yeah.
2: Okay. I feel like an idiot for forgetting already. enemy. <laughs>
0: It was, um, what was your biggest personal change from January to December of this past year?
2: Oh, God. This is me, by the way. Um, um, I,
0: I, I think Dana chimed in first, just by right the Sure, sure, sure. we will um, get
2: with yeah, you. Yeah, I did.
0: Huh?
4: Uh, okay. I will try to make it short. Um, in 2019, my dad died of cancer. I was very, very close to my dad. He died on my 40th birthday um, and going into to 2020 with, the, with the, this now already being done and, and um, having my mother being a widow and being, have, being married to my father for so many years and she's been in a rural area of Texas and, and not being able to like be with her. Um, it was huge like I, i got out of texas for a reason because i didn't want to like i live in colorado for a reason i don't want to be in texas um very very uh, conservative state but although turning 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 purple maybe blue but um then my mom got coronavirus uh, in october late october and you know she's her in her mid-70s and and i'm like jesus i can't lose my both my parents, and and within a year and a half, I, mean, I just can't deal with that, and because especially if I can't go back to see my mother for her funeral. She survived, and it's good, and they were all seeing, but like, the, the biggest change was seeing how my mother... Even when she was uh, dealing with the coronavirus, because she was on Medicare, um, being able to, to get these things for free and being able to, to deal with this, even knowing that she, because she also has the ARP insurance, like the supplementary, like, you know, health insurance, like, I know that she was not going to have to pay for it because when she, my dad was going to the cancer treatment, um, knowing that, that, that it didn't bankrupt them, but that's because they were retired and had, were over that, that, that uh, the age where they could get Medicare and knowing that if, that, if they were before then, they've been screwed. Like, you know, um, my mother wouldn't have been able to make, she went to the hospital for, she only had to stay over one night. She was fine. She, she recovered. She had a mild case. Um, you know, my father had through major cancer treatment, um, last three years and and they didn't go bankrupt because it was covered uh, But what they had but they had a supplement uh, to medicare for all which in our current medicare for all um, bills that are being proposed and the senate and in the c- uh, congress would have paid for those other additional things like uh, yeah that's what everybody could have like knowing that other people are suffering through this and they're not making it they're not, like, I still have my mother, like, my, yeah, my dad died, but my, my mother is still there, and she was, she had coronavirus, and she still made it, she was, okay, it was a mild form, um, she didn't have to put on a respirator or anything like that, but I'm like, this is scary, this is, this is, this is what's changed a lot for me, was like, why why is this still there? Like, I've always been very, very much for Medicare for all. I've very much been pushing for all that. But, like, I'm not the only person who's going through this. I'm not the only person who's, like, oh, my God, my only remaining parent is now has coronavirus. And, like, it's just, it hit me just really, really hard of why the fuck don't we have this? Why why are we still even questioning whether or not people should be able to afford... Because, yeah, my mother has great health care, and my dad did too, and so they, they didn't go bankrupt with that. I don't have health care. My, my husband and I do not have... We, we are not covered. So if something happened to us, if, if either one of us got coronavirus, and it was a severe case, we would be fucked. Severely fucked. Because we both are contractors we don't have health care through our employment and we don't have guaranteed health care at all and we're not at, the, at this point where again yeah, we get, don't qualify for Medicaid or anything like you know he's an attorney but he's a private private practice I'm, I'm, I am I'm do private contract work through my like no we don't have health insurance payment. so if we either one of us got it we would be bankrupt. Like it changed this year. And it's great that my parents were able to do that because they were older and had Medicare. But I don't. I don't. And med- neither just my husband and neither do my niece, who I love very much. I mean, I, I, both Mike and I are, are, are ch- child free by choice, but I love my niece. I love my nieces nephews. I mean, like, this is not okay. And, and that changed because it's like, it's just, nope, i got to fight for people and I got to fight for myself because what if the, and this thing comes, like Mike and I have always worked from our own home um, even before the pandemic. So this was, wasn't a big change for us. Like we were always working for home. So as far as that, but I'm like, but we don't have health insurance. So it could kill us and, and kill people we we love. I mean, but that's the difference is my mother had this and so she got good treatment and she was able to survive this. What about all of us like all the people like the particularly the oh yeah, what do you want to protect the future generation's money? Don't you fuckers or you would actually really uh, actually do something about this. And do something about their, their financial circumstances. That's the thing the financial circumstances of these people who can't afford to have health care. That's stupid. This is stupid. Why is our why is our nation in this predicament right now? This is ridiculously stupid. And I could go on. I am just gonna
1: stop. But Thank um, you for leaving us that that answer. That was,
0: Yeah. I'm um, so sorry you went through that. It's very valid though.
1: We uh do have about a minute left. B, would you like to close this question?
0: Uh, don't know. I think I saw B get disconnected, uh, edit point. But, um, we'll, um, we can reconnect with that later, but uh, we'll move on to the next question. Um, number five. Create a phrase or statement that describes this past year to you. And I'll start with cat.
3: My word would be trash. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> do I, do you want me to explain it or do you just want to give, give my, um, <laughs> my one descriptive I, I word? i
2: like
1: some, some context with this.
3: Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, my God, just the last answer resonated with me so much. I, I also deeply um, sympathize because I also lost my father to cancer. Um, I lost him when I was about 12, you know, and, you know, just, just kind of going along with this. This year has been garbage. This year has been absolute, utter dumpster fire. I just, it really gets to be that, you know, me and my, you know, me and my husband, you know, went through so much. He got laid off and, you know, I'm a full-time student and we had to deal with almost getting evicted a few times and we're like, what are we supposed to do? We don't have nothing to give you, so, you know, and just kind of dealing with, in a lack of better terms, i study international government and how all those different global institutions work and blah, 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 blah. So looking and having to deal with all this data and research and scholarly literature and just seeing how, I now mind you, there is no perfect country on this planet. I want to preface with that first. I think that um, the person that got disconnected is reconnected. To Hi, him, I'm back. By the way.
2: I'm back. No, no, I'm
3: glad. Yeah, I heard this. So I was I'm just glad you're back.
2: <laughs> so um oh, that was irritating. So like just so I'm definitely
3: not the host, but just so that just to kind of bring you back up to speed this um question that we're on right now is if there was one word oh. you could give for this year, what would it be? And my answer was trash. <laughs> so <laughs> to kinda um extrapolate on that really quickly. Um I think I only really have like a few no, no, no did she get disconnected again, but um
2: I'm here. Um
3: oh you still here i thought i heard
2: something
3: else okay yeah so yeah it's just kind of been garbage like just this entire year just seeing how much all of us have been struggling in the u.s and just i'm not gonna lie it's kind of been when you really consider context it's embarrassing when you have people from other countries look at us and like what is your problem you know why can't you know aren't you guys supposed to be the superpower in the world and it's like I mean, I guess, but we don't look like it right now, you know, and it's just, it's just, it's just been really getting to me, just seeing people not being able to get by with health care, not seeing people, people who had jobs and who are gainfully employed, lose their, um, lose the roof over their head to see people not be able to afford to pay for their phones at all. That's another thing I dealt with this year as well. Not being able to see people being like, should I stay in school because I can't afford for all of this stuff? What about food? What if this? What if these? What if these people get sick? I don't even want to bring up other um, dimensions into this, but you know, a big reason why I saw a lot of death around me is because I'm an African American and this virus affects our community three times as much the vast majority of people that I've seen die were African-American and a good chunk of them were my family. And I'm just like, and you know, I'm also immunocompromised. So this, this, this whole thing has been like absolute hell for me. I'm like, dude, if I catch it, I'm dead at 30. You know, I have lung and respiratory issues without the coronavirus. I'm sorry if this was one of a person's like, I don't want to hear that word anymore in 2021. (laughs) <laughs> yes, you know, I said I would be almost dead on sight. So with my mother, so would my siblings, so would my grandmother. That's been a big one for me. She's been so terrified this year. And I'm one of her caretakers. She's 94. And she has been scared to tears. She's has been have a panic attack. She's 94, you know. My mother's health insurance is different now. It's not as good as it used to be. Oh my gosh, it's just so much. If I get if I get to ranting, I'm just I'm gonna shut up. Thank you, thank you for listening. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, so. laughs> thank you for that insight.
0: Yes, thank you so much, Kat. Um, actually, I want to give this to B because you had an answer of what was your biggest personal change from January to December this year, and create a phrase or statement that describes this past year for you.
2: Okay. Yeah. So, um, I think, well, my biggest change was, uh, I actually started to see a therapist and like, I started to work on my mental health. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm on like the right medication. I'm doing actually surprisingly well despite the pandemic and all the awfulness that comes with it. Um, at least as far as my mental health goes, um, <laughs> I, I hate to like be the one to be like, well, I'm doing great when everyone else is not so much but honestly this year has been you know that's going to be my word transformative is going to be the word i'm going to say this year was it has been i am not at all the same person that i was before all this went down before 2020 you know i had to go through like a lot of really awful (laughs) awful dark things first but holy shit <laughs> I, I, I feel like um, I feel like a, a butterfly you know after basically like going from a caterpillar to a cocoon to a butterfly now I'm doing much better than I was in 2019 surprisingly um, but yeah transformative that is going to be the one word I'm you know, you know, trying to think of things as positively as
0: possible now. Well, thank you. And, you know, your, your answer is just as valid as Kant's answer or Dana's. Uh, having a positive experience in this and being able to see maybe a light in the darkness is very necessary. So thank you for sharing. Yeah.
1: That shares
0: hope with me. And I appreciate that.
2: Um, can i add something really quickly
3: Um, this is cat yeah um please don't apologize for um your experience that's actually very necessary to hear people winning i am so happy that you know that you are in therapy and that you are beginning to flourish during this time there are ways to still flourish even in a pandemic you know another word people don't really don't really want to hear anymore you know I'm so happy that also I'm a I take medication for um, you know for psychiatric psychiatric conditions as well and oh my gosh I'm so happy that you found something that is working well for you the first time around and that you don't even have to deal that you don't have to deal with bad side effects or um, or not having the right meds the first time around because you know you know, just any time, I, I made a mention this before, I, I want to just be a see people to be able to just do better. And I understand it. Last year must have been the absolute worst in comparison for you this year. And I'm happy you are in a better place. And I'm happy that you are still here. I'm happy that all of us are still here, you know, uh, at the end of the um, day. You know, that's the biggest I one got, I
2: me. got really, really lucky that uh, my therapist was, absolutely fantastic and that like my medication actually worked for me the first time um, mm-hmm. you know I, I know it isn't usually that easy but I really lucked out and it it's really helped me kind of take the beer uh, by the horns and just, just just make it my bitch you know <laughs> like this you got this, yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> like I I would not have started, like, podcasting and putting myself out there as much if I wasn't shut in, I guess, is what I'm saying. You know? Absolutely. Are you the one that... Oh, I'm
3: so sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to ask, are you the one that has a podcast that has JoJo references in it? Yes,
2: I have two podcasts. Uh, One of them is exclusively a JoJo podcast oh my gosh i love
3: every life is one big jojo reference
2: that is the biggest thing about jojo JoJo
3: references at the end of the day
2: life is a jojo
3: reference Um,
2: this podcast is now a jojo reference you just there's nothing you can do about it yep this this one
3: is it's a jojo reference now
2: so (laughs) thank you ladies um and i think we have room for one more person dana if you could, uh, if you had one, uh,
4: word or phrase, uh, uh, or a statement that you could create that describes this past year, year for you, what would it be?
2: Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> the last year, I mean,
3: like, <laughs> we
2: all
3: pretend that we...
4: Agree on shit. And, no, bullshit, man. Let, we need to push. We need to push for things. And what we've seen uh, so far, we haven't done that. Um, we have the people. Um, we have the grassroots. And the things that we've been seeing are totally against the people and the grassroots. And, and it completely. So it's bullshit. Even, even like, yes, I agree with Trump, this, let's give, let's give $2,000 per person. Yes, let's do that. I agree with that. I know it's bullshit on his part too, because he's just like, it's all bullshit from these people. They they don't care about the people. They don't care about what we're going through. And so, yeah, that's my term, Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit from every side, every angle, everything coming to us, and we've got to fight. We've got to fight. We've got to fight their bullshit.
0: That's just yeah. That is so real. Well. Thank you, thank you, Dana. All right, uh, Clarity, you got the number six.
1: Yeah, I'll take this one. Um, describe one thing that someone said today in this discussion that touched you and i would like to call on cat on this one
3: okay um cat here to be very okay this is gonna be difficult i think there were things that like the other guests here have touched on that really touched me as well and i think that they really do serve kind of as um as a nice kind of antithesis to what things could have been like this year on one side you know one guest mentioned that um it was um dana she mentioned about how this year has been just absolute good. you know it, it's just been awful she talked about what happened with her father and then she talked about the situation with her mother catching the coronavirus and then just discussing how like just the different implications that this has for any different you know tiers of our um what is the word I'm looking for? Just different tiers of life, of socioeconomic life within America. That is so real. That has been, you know, that that is real. We can't ever escape from that because, you know, it, it just is. You know, it affects you. It affects me. It affects all of us. If we aren't in like that special smaller than 1%, then things have been awful. And we do need to push and we do need to fight to make sure that um we as a nation preserve the um shape of government that we are it's said to want to be which is a democracy which means that power to the people at the end of the day and we have to continue to push for that and not allow for that to be morphed into something else where power is continuously being taken away one then there's the other side where um, I appreciate talking about personal victories. There have been a few personal victories, you know, like for her to talk about her, um, the, the just the um, victories with her mental health. And that is something to be celebrated. A big thing for me that I celebrated this year was my oldest brother. He just bought a house. He is a um, recently divorced single father of twin girls, and he is on his time where you know they stay mostly with him during the school year he through all of the hard work i've seen him you know struggle and fight in his life he is an extraordinarily talented artist and he has fought and fought and fought and he was able to buy a big house on his own and bring my mother and grandmother with him. And then the twins will be able to have their grandmother and great grandmother with them. That was such a big point of my year because I was involved in the moving process. This was a victory. It's not my personal victory, but it felt like it was. And I was able to celebrate in that, you know, and a big reason why I quarantine and PPE so hard is so that I can make sure that I am safe not just them but myself and others around me and so this year I feel like we can hold these things both to be evident and true which is we have a great fight we have a great battle ahead of us as well but there there also can be things where you can have personal victories where it can come up this is a year of big highs and big lows for people you know in various ways. And so those are things that, that's kind of like takeaways I took and those are both things that greatly touched me as well. So.
1: Thank you for sharing that, Kat. Um B, uh, describe one thing that someone said today in this discussion that touched you.
2: Well, okay, how, how do I follow that? How does anyone follow that up? <laughs> oh man, it's, it's like sending me on stage like after Mozart with a clarinet and being like, "Okay, go do your best." Um, no, I, I think I think one of the things that really touched me the most was um, uh, being reminded. Um, about about the fight that is still going on and you know being quarantined as you know as i am um i don't really put myself out there because i use my voice and i can't really afford to get covid again um (laughs) i you know i i am quarantined i don't really go anywhere if i don't have to um so it's very easy to forget that People are still fighting these fights everywhere, you know. Um, I don't know how you all lean politically, or I can guess, but but the election this year felt like such a victory, and with everything else going on with me, I had almost forgot that it was a thing. So, um, yeah, this was was a good reminder. (sighs)
1: Okay, thank you for that. Um, Would anyone else like to put their two cents in?
4: Just being among people that I know understand and are fighting for what we really need, that's a huge thing for us. That's, That's a huge thing for us to think about, to understand that we are all... Understand where we're at in this country right now, which is a fucked up place. Shit, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but <clears throat> knowing that, yeah, okay, yeah. So Biden's the president-elect, of but that's that's back to status quo. Um, and but knowing that we're all here to fight with each other, or I mean, fight, no fight the opposition, fight not amongst ourselves, but with each other to be able to fight um, for the things that the people need. And to do that is is very much a a very uh, comforting thing to me and to a lot of other people, I believe, to know that there are people who are out there doing something to help with, what we're we're trying to to accomplish. I know that um, uh, people like Rashida Tlaib and Omar and others uh, are really trying to do the right thing for their people. And they will listen to us. That's a huge thing to take away. That we do have access to people who will listen to us. And it's a very comforting to me, Um, and I think it should be to a lot of our other people, particularly the people who are like you guys, Um, we have hope, and I think that's what we should really focus on in the new year, is that we do have hope that we can change change things, and that we can continue to work together with each other. No matter, yeah, we're going to disagree on particular, you know, things. That's fine. But nobody disagrees on healthcare. Like, we don't disagree on that. We can disagree on the economic issues and like the, the minimum wage. We don't disagree on um, you know, a lot of areas getting money out of politics. We don't like, disagree on those things. Like we should come together and that should be a, the thing that we should together on and, and work with. And, and have hope that we do have a majority of people, that we talk to people in our communities and know that the majority of Americans want these things. Um, that is something I've, I feel that I should have hope for and that we should all have hope for in the future.
0: That's all I was going to say. Well, I- Yeah, very well said. Thank you. Uh, So I guess we'll move to question number seven, um, which is our last one. Uh, What was it like sharing open perspectives today? And we'll start with B. Sorry, did you say B? Yes, yes. Okay. Cool, cool. What was it like sharing open
2: perspectives? Um, it was really interesting. I, (laughs) um, I, honest to goodness, didn't really disagree with anything said here. So, it it wasn't like I got, like, new sides of things, but it it helped to kind of reaffirm things that I already believe. So, yay. (laughs) Um, but no, it, it was, it was a good conversation I enjoyed hearing about uh people's personal experiences uh in this pandemic uh, hearing how it affects everyone differently and, and good stuff nice job y'all all
0: right thank you and next we'll go to dana yeah this has been absolutely wonderful i
4: have loved talking with all of you guys, I I find that anything that I'm ever on, any kind of conversation that I'm on, it, it's a a really good area to get to know each other and we know that we're always fighting for the rights of the people. We may disagree on how to do that, but having a perspective and actually keeping that perspective of fighting for the people in mind is always always a great conversation. So, I have uh, um, really really enjoyed speaking to all of you guys and, and hearing from you to see that, yeah, we're, we're we're fighting for the people, and yeah, that's where we go. That's like all of us activists and trying to fight for the things that need to happen. We're always fighting for the people, and it's always always very reassuring and comforting to know that there are even more people out there that are willing to fight for the people. So all of you guys, you know, it's always encouraging to, to expand uh, the people that you're talking to, that to, to know that this is happening all over the state. And just thank you for, for bringing attention to the things that are going on
3: um,
4: here a rumination and across the world
0: so thank you for doing that and I will shut up now and let somebody talk thank you Dana thank you and uh chat you want to you want to close us out with your um take sharing perspectives today
3: absolutely uh, definitely I had a great time You know, listening to everybody and just kind of getting a chance to talk with everybody. I am not necessarily the most talkative type of individual, nor am I especially gifted with um, rhetorical prowess, but I had an awesome time. It was great being able to be here with people who had like um, core values. Um, You know, and, you know, it just feels good to know that there are other people out there that you can touch and agree with. And just, it's an encouragement. I hope that other people that hear this, even if they feel differently, can be encouraged by this because I feel like, you know, in general, what we kind of spoke of today is really speaking about, in a sense, something that's called a human project, which is a way that people of different, you know, just from different strokes in life and just, you know, even different beliefs can come together because humanity, if that makes sense, because that's what matters. That is what will help us to be able to get ahead and truly get equity and justice and um, hope ultimately. And so that is kind of like what is quantified as, like, or conceptualized as, like, a human project. And um, I think the more that this can be done, the more that, in a sense, something like that can be achieved. Eventually, you know, yeah, there's a lot of sweaty work. It's a lot that I have to go into this. There's a lot that all of us have to do. But, however, Barry's hope, and I, and I love the, how that was brought up, um, if I don't, it, please forgive me, everybody, too, because I am absolute garbage with names, you know, especially when, you know, I, you know, I may not necessarily be feeling the best, and my brain can be foggy. I I don't quite know anybody's name. Sometimes I don't halfway know my own name, but thank you guys for being here and you know, being encouraging and uplifting and sharing and vulnerable, that's, I think that's powerful to be able to kind of harness that into one singular and third space such as this. So.
0: Alright, thank you, Kat, and thank you, everybody. Um, and thank you especially to Be Highland. Um Especially, especially for coming out. You're the host of Deep Mirror, And is this podcast a JoJo reference, um, which can both be heard on Best Sprouts? So I got the names right this time, correct? Yeah, yeah, you got it right. <laughs> awesome. And thank you, Dana. Thank you for your passion, um, bringing your activism in. And thank you, Kat, just for uh, rounding us out and just kind of pulling this all together. You actually do speak very well. And, uh, thank you, Clayton, just, uh, for hosting this with me. And, uh, we hope to see you all again. Um, happy new year to everybody. And let's, let's keep moving forward. Uh, yeah. keep up the, the good fight. Uh, keep running to finish the race and keep the faith. Signing That's off. The thank you, everybody. I feel
4: like all you guys are my like brothers hi. and sisters, hi. so. Uh, thank, thank you. you. Yep. yep.
0: and next week's episode we will be talking about uh, the fun at work day That Saturday will be fun at work day we'll be talking about being overworked as well as being burnt out and how we can fix that in our workplace um, so we can have a better society I think a lot of people thought about that this past year so thank you all, can't have all. a good night can't wait to hear all it, right. all thank
3: you absolutely alright Bye.